So I'm just talking to you. All right, dear. Hello, I'm Nana. And if you enjoy listening to my sweethearts talk on this show, maybe tell a friend of yours. And maybe they can enjoy it, too. And if you would like to see this little show go a little bit further, maybe check out the Darlings Buy Me a Coffee account. All right. Okay, honey, you can go ahead with your flashlight thing now. Ladies, gentlemen, please take your seats. The spotlight is about to begin. Actually, the sad thing is, you say Grey Labia, all I can think of is my grandmother. So, I, I mean, we all no, saw we that. Thought. I we have a visual mind, this. and we it's can't, we can't go there. Oh, you just have to ask Sarah about that start one. start a podcast with Grey Labia. <laughs> you watch. Especially oh, Starting yeah. <laughs> every podcast with Grey Labia. <laughs> If you're <laughs> old and happen. have a puffy muff, you take, may yeah, suffer take a from gray labia. Gray yeah. Labia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Would yeah. I call it gray labia? Yeah. So anyways, good evening, everybody. I'm Mystery <laughs> Matt. Good evening, everybody. I'm Mystery Matt, and you're listening to the Mystery Matt Spotlight Podcast. This evening, we've got... The Odd Squad, a newly formed team of the same old people that we've always had. Well, a couple new ones, but that's okay. We're fitting in nicely. Uh, we, with the Odd Squad, are talking about all the conspiracy stuff, all the things that are weird and odd and unexplained. Uh, the leader of the Odd Squad currently is Colleen. And Colleen, what do we have this evening? Uh, tonight is mainly telepathy and probably touching a little bit on mind powers where they lead to after the telepathy um you know there's a whole bunch on that one so awesome we also have nancy here who's been on a couple other podcasts she's also uh the one that talks to the people who aren't here anymore and you know freaks everyone out every so often you want to say hi nancy hi that's it just hi hi god i've gotten more out of a muppet Hi-o. And also joining us for the first time ever, we have John. I call him John Boy every so often. I don't even know if he hates that. Do you hate that? No. No? You don't mind if I call you John Boy? Been called worse. You've been called worse. Yeah, how are you? Why are you all nervous and all folded up? Just just chill, man. I'm cold, man. You're cold? <laughs> and, and and if you're having trouble getting to the mic, it does swivel. Yeah. You can move it around. Not loaded with booze. You got a little bit of little bit of gin in there or something? No, it's just water. Yeah, just Sarah, and she's not even supposed to be here. She's watching the monitors tonight. She said the nerd. So, uh, where do you guys want to start? Um, Nancy. No. Okay. No. All right. Give her Colleen. All right. So I'm actually the odd one out here. I'm the one sitting here without a notebook uh, and tons of of notes. I just kind of went off you know, what's in my memory and what I've been reading. Um, so generally with with uh, these mind powers, so telepathy is basically the ability to, 
read somebody's mind or project your thoughts onto somebody to be able to connect those. Um, and there's been a lot of history regarding telepathy. Um, and so let's, let's explain what telepathy is in case people aren't sure. So telepathy, I'm sure. Oh, she's got a definition. Okay, you do the definition. There you go. Okay, so the definition of telepathy, um, as per psychology today, is the supposed communication of thoughts or ideas by means other than the known senses. Um, And there is no known mechanism for telepathy. The... With telepathy, I'm sure everyone's always seen those cards. And oh my God, I I forgot to look up what the name of those cards were. But you know, it's the circle, the square, the wavy lines. That is a... Oh, from Ghostbusters. Yes. That is your classic telepathy test. Yeah. Um, So is it... Now, is it mind reading? Is it... um, See... It's not supposed to be mind reading because that's supposed to be something else, isn't it? So how it was actually developed, telepathy first really started coming into the forefront in the mid-1800s when there was a whole whole spiritualist movement and a movement of the ability of the mind became a big thing. So since about the mid-1800s, they've been trying to prove telepathy and there's been dozens upon dozens of people who have come forward and said they can do this that i can i can read so-and-so's mind or i can project my thoughts to so-and-so or i will sit in a room and my friend will sit in a room and they'll be able to tell what i'm thinking um and the cards kind of came into play as it was a way that somebody could look at the card and supposedly be able to transfer their thoughts of what they're seeing to another person okay so it is a mind reading yes um And so there's been so many of these things over the years. There's been tons of people who've come forward, said they are telepathic, they can read minds, they can do. But over the years, there have been so many tests on these people. And every time they're put under controlled circumstances, controlled conditions, nothing holds up. Um, It it doesn't hold up. It's like the common saying that many of them will say is that, oh, well, the power wasn't with me today, or it just won't work because people were watching. They'll have lots of different excuses. Um, but they've never been able to hold up under scientific evaluation. Uh, a big thing actually starting in the late 60s, uh, James Randi, James Randi uh, started a big thing, the Million Dollar Prize. And it was anybody who could prove extrasensory ability psychic ability, any type of ability, psychokinesis, pyrokinesis, anything, um, would get a million dollars. He had the money. It was there. Prove it. Prove it. And and so people would come forward and he'd test them and no one ever passed. Eventually in 2015, it was ended. Uh, no one had ever no one had ever passed it. They challenged so many, so many big name people would actually refuse to, they, they'd agree to do it. And then once it was explained how the situation would be set up, like, okay, we're going to test you in a closed room. We're going to test you. Like, like they come up with a scientific way to test. They all backed out. And it was actually televised for many years. I remember watching it when I was younger. And there were a lot of cases on there where people came on, like who could bend spoons, move papers. One big one was a guy who could move papers um yeah that's telekinetic isn't it? Yeah. yeah but they were all disproven it, it never they never could prove under any laboratory um circumstances that it was happening that that people were able to communicate 
um, it's Nancy's got something. not that it doesn't exist, but they couldn't prove it for these people. Yeah. So going in with what you're talking about, I actually found a study. And so what they did, so there was a couple studies I found. So in 2005, a biologist, Rupert Sheldrake, and his research associates, Pam Smart, they recruited 50 people, uh, 50 participants to do this experiment. Um, they also included four potential emailers, and they one minute before the pre-range time, the participants had to guess who, which one of the four would send the email. And what they came, what they found was out of 552 trials, 43% of the guesses were correct. Now their expected outcome was 25%, and that was due to chance and probability. Yeah. But they also did. There was another study I found, and I was talking to you about this earlier. And it was, what was it? Um, they took a mental. They had a mentalist. Here it is. They had a mentalist and. Um, they had a control subject. And so this person that said they were a mentalist, they wanted to check to see if he actually was. And so they hooked him up to an EEG, which is with the little electrodes that read the, the brain waves and brain synapses. And they- I've had one of them. You've had one of those? Yeah, because I had brain meningitis and almost died. And it's empty. And it's empty, <laughs> yeah. It's, it showed nothing? Well, see, the wheel's spinning, but the hamster's dead. Oh, well. <laughs> That poor hamster. Yeah. That does explain a lot. It does. <laughs> you got to do that on mic. We need that gold on mic. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, yeah. Get the mic That's in That's because you didn't put anything but poison in its cage for the last 30 years. Yeah. Yeah, but that's probably it, too. He's been high since... 2005 uh, that, that or something poor, <laughs> that poor hamster was a cripple early on he had bad hips bad knees couldn't stand up that wheel barely spun buddy yeah and when it did it was backwards <laughs> oh yeah so squirrel um <laughs> so they found they took the, the mentalist and the control subject, and what they found was that when the mentalist was doing his thing, that the area of the, the hep, hippocampus and the serohippocampus hippocampus were highlighted, whereas the consult, control subject was not. But because, like Colleen had said, nobody really comes forward, they didn't have a lot of other people to... Uh, so because they couldn't find anybody else to really step up, they couldn't find anything consistent. See, and one of my thoughts with it is, is that I actually do believe that telepathy and these things do exist, but what I believe is that somebody who really can do it is not going to come forward because what are they going to gain from coming forward? They're going to become test subjects. They're going to be watched. They're going to be isolated. They could be killed. Who, who knows what would happen to them? So I would think that anybody who actually does have this ability, the true ability that where they can actually read somebody's mind or project their thoughts, I would think they're going to keep it pretty secret. They're going to keep it close to their chest and not talk about it. Um, that would be where I would think. I can imagine because I can, uh, with the whole mediumship thing, I don't tell a lot of people. Because A, you don't know what the reaction is going to be. And B, usually it's like, give me a reading, give me a reading. And I don't mind giving readings. But like, I can't be at work giving readings. Yeah. And you can't just turn it on and turn it off sometimes. And there are some people that have, have looked at me and went, you are batshit crazy. 
And I was like, yeah, probably, but I can still do this. I mean, my take on it is I don't know about bending spoons or lifting cars and becoming Magneto and floating around. (laughs) (laughs) As much as that would be wicked. And we all would love to do that. Force. Yeah, use the force and become Luke Skywalker. Yeah. I mean, that would be sweet. But, you know, I do believe there are people with certain gifts and, you know, they probably do hide their certain gifts because they don't want to be put in a padded room. Um, you know, absolutely. But in that sense, you know, I've seen a lot of studies and from what I researched and what I saw, it was almost like they went so far to dismiss it as like, well, it's just intuition and there's just perception or anybody can memorize the pattern and figure out like a matching game. Wait a minute. There's a little bit more to it than just intuition or perception. I, I do believe there are certain people that have more than just an inclination. There are people that are certainly spiritually inclined and it has more than white, more than once proven itself to be prevalent. And it's makes you, pause for a moment and ask yourself like that's not just coincidence or deja vu like wait a minute so yeah i think it's funny that when you read the research quote-unquote research how far it goes to try to disprove that it's plausible if anything like i wouldn't say it's outright batshit crazy but it's plausible if anything that there is somebody out there that has a gift that do you want to call it telepathic i don't know but there well what is a medium then in that sense like what how would you say a medium has certain gifts or inclinations is that telepathic in a sense possibly well also you gotta remember we're talking about in a world now where we're talking about theories that some of the smallest things that we can observe are never in one particular place until you observe it. And that's all into the quantum mechanics and stuff like that, right? Schrodinger's cat and all that kind of stuff. And, and so like in a world based around a theory where things are both not real and real at the same time, all at once. Yeah. Why couldn't you just, you know, believe in, there's got to be someone who can like yeah, there was to, to a credible degree any of the sorry any of the <coughs> scientific studies that i found um they based it on when you have a higher level of oxytocin in your brain you are more inept to be able to read nonverbal cues yeah. and therefore you have an easier time reading and almost they call it mirroring neurons where you as you get to know somebody you start to mirror and you can you can talk to somebody and, and, and feel, not feel, but kind of guess how they're feeling and what they're thinking because like you start to think alike. Yes. Well, for example, like with the cards, the, the wavy line, the square, the circle. Yeah. One thing they actually <clears throat> learned by watching it, what, watching people doing this, this test, was that a very astute um, subject who's trying to uh, receive the reading of it can actually tell what the image is by watching the eyes of the person looking at the card because we trace the outline with our eyes. So they actually did find that somebody who's paying good attention to the nonverbal cues can see that the person who's looking at the card, their eyes will go in a circle to follow the circle shape or will go like a square or will go wavy. 
And they actually were able to pick up on that. Some of them didn't realize they were even picking up on this. They just were very intuitive to the nonverbal cues that were given, what the face looked like, how the eyes moved. It was very fascinating. They also have found in some of these studies, um, there was one case where it was a husband and wife and the wife was supposedly psychic and they did the tests when she was paired with her husband he they actually had a very very good score but if she was paired with anybody else nothing well that that's back to what nancy was saying yeah, with that as and, you get you start mirroring each other's neurons and i, I was gonna so, say is that why I, sarah and i finish each other's sentences yes, yes. and come up with the same yes. jokes and, yeah. yeah the more yeah, the more you. time you spend well, with somebody the more alike you start to think and if you already thought alike to begin with that the, connection is synchronization just, happens yeah. quicker um but i have those cards yeah and the true way to 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 test your intuition is not have not i know they're doing for telepathy yeah but um i to practice uh i have an 85 percent Wow. success rate with well, those cards when they do them between two people it's, i haven't done that yeah when it's done between two people one person looks at the cards in a room another person's in another room is supposed yeah. to interpret what the card says i mean we all saw it in ghostbusters so well, whatever it was it evaporated it evaporated, <laughs> it evaporated. <laughs> that, that tends to happen with time from time yeah 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 talk to me yeah Oh. One thing I, I will talk about was I saw the the fixation piece and you know like how you can focus your thoughts or, or or how you can how one can aspire to certain things and like there's certain talks about law of attraction and the power of the mind. I I wonder how we should define telepathy. Is it simply perceiving or receiving a certain thought or a certain idea from someone else or, or cert being able to supplant an idea in someone's mind because there there is the power of suggestion right as the power of suggestion or manipulation you know where do you i mean i guess it's all in how we categorize it or define it right because i mean it's all suggestive or it's all relative right my brother's my relative yeah, um, well, that's debatable because you look like a troll, so. No, well, my brother's also my cousin. <laughs> but, like, talking about, like, the power of suggestion and manipulation, when you know people and you get to know people and you're in a situation, if you know somebody well, you can fully manipulate that situation for the best possible outcome of the situation. Like, I, I hate saying this, but in, in my job, sales is a big thing, <laughs> right? And in a sense, you're building relationships and you're building trust. But the real takeaway is here, you want something, I need something. We know what this really is. Like, it's a come get it, take it if you want it. And is that manipulation to an extent? I mean, you set the price for what you want. And if you know somebody needs it, you can charge whatever, in a sense, whatever you want for it you manipulate the price you manipulate them you manipulate the service you manipulate well, with the service telepathy though like telepathy does talk about that it is it is the the transmission um without 
any other known means. So that would exclude something like um, physical manipulation, emotional manipulation. It, it's it's meant to describe something where there is no other means that it could have happened. That's how telepathy generally comes about. People believe in the power of the mind and self-improvement and being able to manifest. Tony Robbins made a career on selling that idea. There are many people who have followed in that model and have tried to sell that same, I call it. Well, well I'm not going to tell you yeah. what I call it, but in that sense, there are many people that believe that. And I've seen many people punching through boards and, you know, trying to well, half those find their inner chi, whatever that, whatever that is. But getting back to my point about the power of the mind, if you think we can't manipulate or inspire ourselves to control a certain situation, you'd be surprised what you can do. Okay, so that brings me to a point I have. Now, this one's general mind powers. They found this one guy, I, I want to say Tibet, and he just kind of worked in like a small shop. I think he sewed or something like that. And he was known to have uh, mental abilities because he also used to be a monk. So he stopped being at the school and just kind of, you know, was out on his own, but he was still practicing as a monk, right? He didn't have a wife that I knew of or anything else. And uh, he showed this one um, interviewer that uh, they went out in the back alley. They had a piece of newspaper. He crumpled it up and he put it on the ground. He held his hands over it and it burst into flames just from his mental will for it to happen, right? And he showed a couple other different things that he could do. And then after that, uh, when they went to go find him again, he had completely disappeared because he felt that he disrespected um, his teachings because he wasn't ever supposed to use it as a cheap party trick or for show or anything else like that. So he actually ended up like quitting his job and going back to the monastery to repent for even just showing off what he could do. So like that would be another reason why we're not getting accounts uh -huh. of people who can do it. Because these are the people that they don't have a TV. They don't have sometimes even running water. They go to the lake or the stream or whatever. They bring it back. They boil it themselves to sanitize it. They, you know, bless it in different ways and all this kind of stuff. They live a very different life than us, right? A lot of them are even born within these temples. Like yeah. children that are, you know, just part of the Shaolin and those other type religions and stuff yeah yeah the, the 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 mystical religions or whatever yeah. you want to put it and yeah so that was one of the cases that i saw that was pretty insane like and he pretty much brought it back to uh she oh am i wrecking your shit no i just got like a ridiculous visual it might be that that last dude was pretty strong but well that's okay it just got this visual of you looking like Liu kang just sitting on some like tree half cut off like a stump 20 feet up in the air just yeah you can oh you can 
Oh, the lumberjack leprechaun. I did see that. It was good times. There, there's like a lot of things now that are culturally inappropriate with that. So let's hope those photos never what, see the, the light of the day. Lumberjack leprechaun. Yeah. Not really, because they it was from the uh, Casino Niagara. Or the Hello, Casino Karens Rama. out there for all of you that are trying to cancel us now. Well, if 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 they're watching us now, then they didn't see the part that said explicit. So, oops, sorry, children. Tried to warn you. Well, no children, unless they can get past the explicit settings. Yeah, your son does, but. But he also probably plays Grand Theft Auto too, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, yeah. Does um, he? Does he play he, Fortnite? I think so. Is he cool enough for Roblox? I think he might have graduated. No, sorry, the Roblox is he, not the Fortnite. It's the Roblox. Oh, it's the Roblox. Yes. He's got the yes. But he's on my Spotify account, so that's why oh, he's gonna listen so yeah, to that's all turned explicit off. things. <laughs> there comes a point where. In in you hope, I saw and I was reading. They talked about like identification and essential gifts, and inner voice and intuition, or, or consciousness, or higher levels of consciousness. I wonder what that perceptive, or no perceptive, but that conscious ability, the the voice that everybody has in their head, when it goes beyond just a thought. And it becomes like a feeling because that's where when I've talked to friends of mine that are mediums, they, they talk about the voice or the, the feeling the or the, the perception, especially if you're especially if you're an empath. Hers are always behind her. Right. You have to pick where, her up. You, you begin to wonder where oh, she won't like that. You have to pick her up. There we go. Sorry, we had to detach a cat. Yeah, she was trying to rip my top. Whoa! Her, her name at one point was going to be Velcro. So. All, all, all I, all I saw was Kitty, and I was just thinking to myself, "Where is that thing trying to go?" Because the only thing I could think of was it was going to go to my size thirteen boot and straight to hell. So. The, so when, when, what? Um, sorry, say that again. So okay, uh, do you want me to recap on that one, or you want to? Before or after I talked about kicking the cat. Before. <laughs> Before. Um, he was trying to find out, you know, at what point is it the inner voice? Does that become something else? Because yes. you were talking about because that. Because it's no longer your voice. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Uh, what I was trying to say is at some point, yeah, you have the inner voice and, and you start to recognize it and it comes in flashes, yes. but. At what point is it that voice doing the communicating and not you, right? Where it becomes the voice or the or the feeling overcomes or like compels you to do something or say something or act. You you know what? That would drive me nuts if I had the ability to read everybody's mind. And let's oh, that just, would be horrible. And, and let's just say that you couldn't turn it off. You're getting all the information that you just don't need. Like, oh, did she hear that I farted? So that that's why you turn it off. Oh, I can fucking smell that. Oh, You're I hope nobody else monster. can fucking You're smell that. <laughs> yeah. so, the, the re, so for me, the difference is that the way that I speak in my head is the way that I speak 
out here in my in the the my vocabulary vocabulary and tone and sarcasm and everything the way that I speak is the same in my head and so when things are said differently um because I also uh I hear my mom a lot and so certain things that she would say uh she used to always say to me like if a guy broke my heart men are pigs men are pigs and so that little saying when I hear that in my head I know that it's her so there's different different it's it's it sounds different but it's also different words that i don't normally use um but also did you know that some people do not have an internal monologue what i work so i because you guys know i work with behaviors right yeah yeah and so i have a client that everything in here comes out the mouth yes and I'll be sitting there listening, and that's why a lot of this is use planned ignoring because most of what's coming out of their mouth is meant to be inside their head, but they don't have the internal monologue, so it just comes out the mouth. I actually the definition I, of no filter. I actually have a cousin. Yeah. I have a cousin definition. who has that, and I've learned very easy to deal with him. But I know when we go out, um, he will say things completely inappropriate, yeah. but he has no idea. To him, they're inside. You and, guys and should be so lucky that I do not have this disorder. <laughs> you know, and then you know, and then I do have another cousin. Her favorite, her favorite saying. My one cousin's favorite saying is, "Oh, that's the inner voice getting out again." Oops, you, you know. But we do yeah, have. Yeah, but that's a joke usually yeah, when you say that. But right? we do have the the idea that we could actually, in a true telepathy, where we can read somebody's mind, know every thought that is going through their head. It would drive you insane. Could you imagine being on a street? Or in a mall, and you can read everybody's mind. You can hear every thought Hell they're no. ever thinking. I wouldn't want it to would be ninety percent of people are miserable. Well, and the other thing is, is, is I don't know, I don't know about everybody else, but you can have that gift. You, you've got. We have the thoughts that run through our head, but we have all these little random thoughts. Like we could be thinking about, like right now we're thinking about this, but in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, did I lock my car? Um, oh, 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 when did oh, I do my laundry? Right you know, now, like, I'm like thinking about what's the score. In- I'll be honest. I'm I'm thinking about what's the score in the Leafs game. So we've got a million. But you're getting everything from like, man, my chode is itchy. Yeah. So that's why. Sorry. A full telepathy would drive you insane. So I think anybody who could actually do it, they're going to go live in the wild and get away from everyone. Well, I know as as a as a medium, um, I have to turn it off. Because I can, as, as, as an empathic medium, I can feel everything. So when I go into, I have to gear myself up to go into the grocery store. I have to gear myself to go up into, to go to work. I have to put up blocks and ignore things because I can't handle feeling my own feelings yet, let alone my coworkers and my six clients. Because, yeah. I mean, it's helpful because I know when to go close and when to not go close so I don't get clocked. Yeah, sure. But, Please. right, like the Matrix, <laughs> that's usually yeah. how things go, especially when furniture flies. Um, what? What? Oh, <laughs> I mean, unless you work at Leon's, like furniture flying, like who um, who's winging chairs and desks at you? Like, are you working you, in the WWE? Are you jumping from the top rope or some shit? You've never been a PSW or a nurse, I take it. Because trust me, it bloody well happens. No, I, oh, I, yeah. I, I don't think I ever want to from the sounds yeah. of it. Oh, yeah. Some crazy ass crap. Uh, when it shit goes down. I'll message you. You come and watch through the window. Um, literally. Through the window. <laughs> uh, well, I'm not allowed to do that for no. confidentiality purposes. But if you well, happen to be walking by. <laughs> um, 
Well, when you when you have a when because it does make sense because when you have a built up of anger and anxiety and rage and you don't know what to do with it, like you don't have the coping skills to figure out what to do with it, you blow a gas. Yep, you blow your top, you blow your lid, and then you start throwing things because you need to come back down again. And so, yeah. Now, reading minds is one thing; writing minds is another, which would be. What mind control, right? That well, you, you know, we, don't we have an MK Ultra thing on the list? That, that we yeah, we have. To? We do have MK. Well, Ooh. no, because I just added. I just uh, added onto the list. See that you'll see on the list. I added on CIA. Things. Hello, government. Um, oh, in but, the summertime we got helicopters. Don't joke. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you know the thing it's is, weird. when you hit into the mind powers, there's so many different areas. There's psychokinesis. My tax there's, record is clean. Just saying. <laughs> There's like telekinesis, psychokinesis, um, there's um, pyrokinesis, uh, there's so many different areas. It's basically anything that the mind can take over. Hell, there's even groups out there that that insist that um, that they can live on only air. Oh, I heard They're of those Arians, people. Yeah. I believe it's called. Arians. Breathe Arians was what I read. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah, there's a group of monks that say... They're claiming that they can sustain themselves entirely on nothing but breathing. Yeah. And and they don't need they to don't drink water, eat, eat food, drink. and they've been doing it for years and years. And they've been doing it for years. <laughs> Good luck! Yeah. yeah. Yep. Never been able to be proven. So, you, um, s- you smell that? Yeah. It smells like and, bullshit. You know, it's crazy. But Is this some, like, California-based, like, cult is no, it and no. like why do i have a feeling like it's definitely in california no but the people from california like to go to tibet and india and encounter these people and learn from them so then they take it to california but it's, it's generally eastern hello democrats have you seen some of the stuff some of these shallow monks can do? it's absolutely amazing there there was one the probably the closest that randy ever got to giving out the money was actually a one of the monks and he could actually it took them a long time he never would come for testing so they couldn't they couldn't do it his followers claimed he was able to just with with thought he could think of it Knock as using guy, yeah. yeah that he could push people backwards and 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 make people move but was never able to prove that he would never come for testing. Well, and then there was that other guy that by one touch he would like essentially electrocute the person. You ever see that? Yeah. He would just like come up and like just touch your finger and all of a sudden you just twitch right out and he was he could almost touch you anywhere and and it turned out I think that guy was fake too. So is that kind of like you see, you know, the 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 religious groups where they're like <laughs> yeah. They're like Bam! You're healed. Yeah, the power wow. of Christ compels you. Wham! Like the spirit shakes you, and you're healed, okay. and it's a miracle. Praise Jesus! Like some Southern Baptist minister shit. Yeah. Okay. So, but no. All, all jokes aside, I I I do you, have. You got a strong uh, one. I, I do have something to to say on that. Um, not not the, that I performed any of the Baptist stuff, but um. One thing about that Sorry. Baptist stuff, uh, the ones that were like, uh, they couldn't walk and all this kind of stuff, the ones that aren't actors and get the bump on the head and all of a sudden they can walk for a couple steps, you know what that is? It's called fucking adrenaline because yeah. Buddy just fucking dings you in yeah. the head out of nowhere. Well, you know, and I, I do, as somebody who I'm in a wheelchair, 
I tell you, when I had my adrenaline hit one time, I swam across a lake to try and save my aunt. And I could barely even move. That adrenaline will do unbelievable things for you. Well, the the mother who picked up the car off of her child because of adrenaline. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah! Oh, did, that's going way back. Oh yeah, that goes. That's that's an old story, but it actually did. That was in the nineties, yes, I think. That was that was in the eighties, nineties. It was a small car, and she was actually able. Okay. She didn't like pick up the whole car, but she was able to lift up a corner of it to let her child out. That was adrenaline. That is adrenaline. There's someone behind me. <laughs> but you know, there is there is so much that our bodies can actually accomplish. Um, you know, we talk about mind over matter. And, and like you said, like there are a lot of different religions out there that talk about, you know, oh, well, focus on this and Doesn't we can David do it. Doesn't David Blaine do a lot of that for his, his stunts yeah. and stuff like that? Yeah, Blaine does a lot. Like um, very mind over matter yeah. kind of. The other big one that was like huge, the, the one that was huge for many years was Yuri Geller. Um, he, was, he was the one who everyone talked about he could bend yeah. spoons. Yeah. Um, you know, it was disproven many times in scientific areas that he was, he was using classic magic tricks, classic distraction. Like it it never could be proven when he did, but he's still to this day. And it doesn't matter how many people disprove something happening. You're always going to have believers. There are always going to be people that say, oh no, they are, they are just absolutely, they're just trying to discredit and say that it's all intuition. They won't ever believe, I, I believe. And it doesn't, you can say, oh no, I saw them with the string and the person will go, no, it was absolutely real. Everyone's got a different opinion. Yeah. Nancy? Well, the one thing that I've learned from studying psych is th- that they, there's so much about the brain that we don't actually understand. Oh God, so much. And and so that's the thing is like you can try to prove all these different things, but there's no like I know for you had said there's no scientific uh, answer other than, you know, there's there's a probability of this and a probability of this and this and this because they don't have a good grasp on they know the different sections on the brain of what they do but they don't have a good grasp on the brain itself. And I know Sarah had asked me one night like um with brain injury, can there be different behaviors? And that as well as if there's an injury, they don't even know what that's going to look like because they haven't mapped the brain as well yeah. as as they needed in order to come up with what will happen if. Like I have I have a, a TBI, traumatic brain injury. And I'm with You're a group. You're about to have another one. No. Yeah. And, I, and I'm in a group with all other people with TBIs and we all present differently. Yeah. Everybody has a different... There are some things which are common, but we all are a little bit different because it all depends on which part of the brain was affected. So different. I know, like, in especially with t- or traumatic brain injury, but, like, CTE is in its infancy. And they're talking about CTE. Well, CTE yeah, with its infancy. What's CTE? <laughs> no, the thing is, he's it's got a, such a powerful voice a de- that if he doesn't go down... It's a disease that's caused by concussion oh, and, yes. and, and blows to the head, and yes. it's prevalent in sport. Yeah. Uh, you know, hockey, football, contact sports. Um, anyhow, that said, with respects to CTE, they're talking about how the brain breaks down and how proteins actually mutate in the brain and how after a concussion, a lot of people struggle and their brain chemistry changes and actually the brain mutates these proteins and it actually is detrimental to brain health. Well, there's And so, I mean, I don't know that... You develop a certain telepathic gift, but there is a personality shift. And, you know, does your conscious ability 
Does your consciousness, that internal dialogue, does that go away? Does that get heightened? You know, who knows? Could you outthink someone who's in your head is what you're trying to say? Well, no. I don't like th- if, I don't like think if, you could outthink something. Well, you, you would really want to stay in the in the box. The question where, is, does it <laughs> take up You'd want to take some good power. pills and figure that one out. Do a backflip. But we're talking about, like, if you could read someone else's mind writing, you start hearing someone's voice in your head. Could you, could your internal monologue talk louder than the person whose mind you're reading? And so if she... you could hear everybody's mind while you're out in public, would your internal monologue be loud enough to block out everybody else? So she has what I have. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. There's a cream She's... for that. <laughs> She's the same. Because you yourself, you're the main person in your head. The other voices are just other people. And as you get farther away from them, obviously, it's like walking and talking to people, right? So like, as you walk farther away, you're not going to hear them as much. So therefore, you're the closest to yourself. So you're going to hear that voice the loudest. So it's kind of like even if you plug your ears, you can still hear yourself talk. Theoretically, you're still the closest one to you, and the audio you're getting from other people are still in three dimensions. So the further you are away, the less you can hear. Now, what about what about if you had somebody? And this is total theory. What about if you had somebody like uh, Magneto, the Emperor, whatever, who actively tries to infiltrate your mind and take you over? Would that be like? Is he just not a narcissist then? A manipulative narcissist? I was gonna say. Good point. Good point. All you have to do is put on a really cool helmet. You'll be fine. (laughs) But it's like. I I already have my tinfoil hat. The strength. The, the funny thing is, if he tries to take over my mind, that's probably the worst thing he could ever do. The <laughs> amount of corruption. <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I'd feel sorry for anyone wanting to take over this this trap inside of my head. I think it would be totally pointless. But, um, but you know, it's like if they were actively trying to overpower you, I think a lot of them would depend on the strength of the person involved. The, the strength of the, of the individual. You know, how strong are you within your own mind? <laughs> oh, your phone's gone, you psycho. I don't... Are you causing trouble? Yeah, she is. Yeah. Oh. Sarah's here to keep people online. She ends up throwing them all off. That's yeah, yeah. You're, you're out of... The- Anyway. Life's out of control. Reel it in. I, Reel think, it I in. think maybe the gummy was just a little too strong. There's no focusing left. To, yes, take a half. So essentially what we've determined is that we don't currently have any reliable case that hasn't already been disproven. Right. Yeah. Um, the closest that they ever came was for like a couple decades. There actually were a few cases in the early 1900s where they were like, it is proven. We have psychic ability. Then the people who did it came forward and said, no, we were just cheating everybody. This is how we did it. I think the best ones were probably in Moscow. Well, I, I mean, from what I saw, science basically went, huh, yeah, right. It was just... Or did science look at it deeper in some kind of study, go, shit, we have something here. We're going to hush up the rest of it. Oh, I could so see that one. Especially if it's yeah. a gift that's given at birth. Yeah. 
then the, being able to control a small number like that, because then you can do the math and figure out the possible next generations that might get something like that, or at least you know what kind of uh, genetic mutation causes that or, or well, turns and, it on. And you know, the you thing know, is, get is minority report on it. Humans are fearful creatures. We're fearful of anything that is different. So if there were a small group of people that let's say, and I'm thinking like X-Men type thing, small group of people that had a mutation that could do special abilities. I'd be hiding I'm, for sure. Let's be real. I'd make like a bear and hibernate in the woods. I'm not talking about a medium ability. I'm more talking about like, okay, I can move things with my hands. I can set fires with my mind. I'm thinking the really extreme mind powers. That would be something that I could see that the government or whoever would be like, we can't let people know about this because they are going to be scared and they're going to have to. We got to lock that crap down. Society is based on religion and faith and moral values that a guy from space if you really think about it, <laughs> gave to us that, that's carved into a stone tablet that you know people believe. Well, hold okay. on, bear with me on this. If you got to bear with you, if, I'll do whatever if, the fuck you want. If aliens came from the sky, what would that do to God? Like, what would people actually? Think? The Vatican has. It would already, literally start all-out civil war. Global the Vatican has already accepted extraterrestrials. Well, that's exactly it. So, what? How do people stand? Or is it a population, a civilization divided? Well, see, and and you know the thing is, is that even though the Vatican says, "Okay, we can accept this," that the Vatican doesn't control everything. Just you look at everything in the states, like the, some of the the you've got the extreme religious cults, and even though let's say 80% of people would go along, okay, sure, they're rational. It's the minority who are the extremists who cause the problems. Yeah. And all you need is just a couple people who decide to freak out that that the aliens are going to destroy everything. Yeah. I don't think we're at a point as a society where we could, I think it'd be very scary to see what these religious, what, what fundamental religious groups, um, you know, the real extreme thoughts, what, what they would do. I have no idea. Yeah. There, is, there is there is stuff in the Bible about end times and I mean the book of Revelation and it does talk about like this is it's basically planned out for you. If you really want a blueprint, it's all there. Go read it. I'm not going to recite it for you, well, but yeah, if you want to see how the world ends according to Jesus, it's all there. Yeah. Well, I don't uh, mean, I was thinking how we go to religion. So to go back to the scientific part, after all of my research, um, there was one there was one part that talked about, it says, caution and interpretation. So the website stated that regardless of the findings, the so this website that I was on, I forget which one it was, but they basically had taken a bunch of different experiments and talked about them, um, that the sample sizes are small and they have not been able to be replicated. So we've talked about that. Yeah. Um, and so they have, the hypothesis uh, is based on the pre- preliminary research. The following would be fair. So one, our brains are wired to pick up subtle social cues and our brains are automatically wired. To, sorry, two, our brains are automatically wired to reflect intentions, emotions um, in the presence of others. Three, for our brains to con- connect across large distances, we have to be dialed into a frequency such as the internet. You need some kind of electro frequency in order to channel anything. Then how does wireless charging work? 
there's still the frequency. There's still a frequency. They haven't died. Oh, oh okay. That's it. okay. Uh, four, if people have the capacity for telepathy, some may be more capable than others. Uh, five, the hippocampus and the parahippocampus brain regions may be involved in integrating memories guy. and subtle aspects of language communication. Example for sarcasm. And six, ESP, which is forget. Or as we call it, extra stupid powers. <laughs> extra stupid powers. That's what my dad. You get all of the channels. Yes, all of the channels. <laughs> and um, there still ain't shit on. Yeah, ESP. Fuck you, TV. Th- that's why you watch Netflix. <laughs> ESP. ESP could depend on fast inference, which requires more openness to another, um, as implied by the oxytocin study, which showed that people that had had a higher level of oxytocin were able to read verbal cues a lot better. So, just a question. Um, people who are empathic or empathetic inclined or, or tend to be what they would identify as an empath or an emotional healer, would you say they would have higher intuition, higher perception, and be able to read nonverbal cues simply because of that gift distinctly? In terms of that one, in terms of like, are they able, because they're empathic, are they able to read more nonverbal cues? No, but is it as simple as the oxytocin? Yeah. I guess I would wonder on on that one, is it, which one comes first? Like, like, are you an empath because you're able to read the cues or do being able to read the cues make you an empath? Wow. So basically the study said that people that have the higher levels of oxytocin are more susceptible to be able to read other people well the nonverbal cues uh the tone of voice and the inflection and everything and that the more that you practice that the higher your level of oxytocin is oh so there is kind of like a circle so then yes but sorry the funny thing is too is when you go into labor they they use oxytocin to push labor along i thought that was kind of interesting plot twist Now what yeah, happens? Yeah, because it stimulates the muscles of the uterus to contract and Google. Yeah, what? Well, no, no, not Google. I'm, what, I'm actually on what, Harvard Health. What, Harvard hap- Health. what happens if oh, we just? Now. What happens if we just drop a bunch of it? It's interesting. Oxytocin is the love hormone and the cuddle hormone. Yes. It's Ooh. produced produced when we have the yes. yeah. So it creates openness and willingness to want to be close to other people. And the closer you get to other people, the more you're able to read them and understand them. And when you have people that are like-minded, the more time you spend together, the more connection you, that emotional, the emotional and mental connection that goes with it. So it's the friendly hormone, essentially? It's a love hormone. (laughs) So if everybody's listening out there, the secret to a great marriage is oxytocin. But they've actually not oxycotton. Uh, <laughs> not oxycotton. No, no, don't don't go all M and M. Stay off the oxies. But there was a guy at the mall just earlier that had some in their van. <laughs> you thought it was cotton candy, didn't you? No, no. He yelled out the window, "Oxycotton!" And then he Oxy- drove oxycotton, not oxytocin. Yeah. Oxytocin is the brain hormone. Oxycotton is a uh, a happy drug. Well, which well. one's more fun? Uh, actually. Oxy, oxytocin. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No. 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 Oxy, oxytocin. They've actually tried giving oxytocin for uh, depression, for anxiety. It doesn't work. It does not work because and something with how it relates. But they were really hoping that it would really help with people who had depression and anxiety. But they really have noticed very little changes. It does work great in terms of producing labor, and our natural production of it is great. But to give the actual drug of it. 
doesn't seem to give many effects. Because with anxiety and depression, you need serotonin and dopamine. Exactly. You don't need oxytocin. Yeah. It's different chemicals yeah. that work differently. So it just it didn't it didn't work. Oxycontin that's totally different. I mean, if you've never had any drugs before, you take one oxy, you might go down under. But for somebody who's had, you know. If people have are used to taking Tylenol and other meds, I mean the oxys is really not going to make it's any difference. Yeah, it's really no big deal. Any final thoughts? This on podcast does not endorse the sighting <laughs> of any purple no. or yellow or pink unicorns or squirrels or elephants or any colorful zoo animals. Like, I so, do think that there are mind powers out there. Yeah. I think though the, that. A lot does have to go on our own intuition and our ability to read nonverbal cues. I do think, though, that if anybody actually has the ability, we're never going to know about it. Yeah. They're going to keep it hidden for now. It's going to be hidden. Final thoughts? Yeah, I, I hope that if there is research to be done or if there is a development that is made in, in this sphere, if they have breakthroughs in mental health, however they want to categorize it, I hope there is something to be said for, I don't know how you want to call it, telepathy, mind power, perception, empathic um, gifts or traits. But it is interesting to think that humans can communicate without verbal interaction. It's called sign language. Well, no, but nonverbal cues, perception, intuition, however it wants to be categorized. We we (laughs) always, as society... Human beings look for ways to categorize things and buckets to put them in. You know, like it's got to fit this certain shape. It's got to be a square or it's got to be a circle. You too. Enough. uh, There's there's a lot of karate crotch chopping going crotch on here. Chopping. Apparently Sarah went and joined DX in her downtime. Sarah and Nancy are up to their usual tricks here. At least, uh, you know, I'm not stuck in between them. So when it comes to learning how to read people... For an ex- uh, I just want to talk about something. Earlier on this week, I had a client lose their mind and threw furniture. Oh. And so because I've known this person for seven years, I the, both staff and I are in the kitchen. I locked the gate, cleaned off the counter, moved everything out of the way while I was verbally trying to de-escalate this client before the other staff realized what was happening. Because I saw what was happening in that client. Mm. I know the nonverbal cues. I know the inflection of the voice. You know what's the coming The tone next. of the voice. Yeah. I know what's going to happen. I can feel what's, what's coming. Yeah. And put the lock on the gate, cleared off the counter, walked away from the counter, made sure there was nothing within arm's reach that could be reached over and thrown at me. Um, And uh, before the other staff even clued into what I was doing, I was done. And they were like, oh, so we're here? I'm like, yep, we're here. Alrighty. So so my final thought is that uh, if you're going to look into this stuff, I think the best way that you're going to learn anything about mind, body, and further is to study it on your own, whether or not that means going to a Shaolin temple or studying it on your own through meditation or practicing. And and, yeah. and if you have telepathy, please contact us. We would love to talk to you. Anyways, <laughs> not, well, we know you won't because you're too not scared. Not if they haven't met us yet. Anyways, I've been Mystery Matt. Have a good night.